0: My prayer and hope during this time is that we certainly remain connected and rely on God's uh, word. The psalmist said in Psalms 46 and 1, the Lord God is our refuge and our strength. He is a very present help in the time of trouble. And certainly we are in the midst of those times. And I ask that you and all of us rely on God's word and that we give more diligence to God's word and to our relationship with him and to our relationship with one another. Emphasizing staying connected to God and to one another. And then I encourage us to maintain a remote and where possible direct communication with one another in worship, praise, prayer, care, and fellowship all to the glory of God and for the good of one another. As your pastor Let me say that I'm grateful for the prayers and efforts of every member of Bethel Metropolitan. And I have been highly encouraged by how you have responded to uh, the requests, the directions, and just your general overall concern for for one another. I would say uh, with everything in me that I believe God would indicate that uh, he is well pleased uh, with his children. I can't stress enough the importance of of these times to share the gospel, to share the gospel, to connect with one another and the community in word and in deed. Uh, These are some observations from my desk and uh, you have my phone numbers on the back of the programs, I'm listed, you have my cell phone number, Uh, you can contact me if there's any questions, contact your deacon, contact a member of Bethel Metropolitan, stay connected to God and stay connected to one another. Uh, And we will get through this uh, with God's leading. At this time, I'm gonna ask for the uh, music ministry to provide us another song. I will come back, read scripture. They will provide another song. And then we will come with that which gives life and sustains us in all matters pertaining to life. And that is the word of God. At this time, I ask that you will hear the music ministry. God bless you.
1: The Lord our God is strong and mighty. is mighty in battle, sound the alarm in his holy mountain, he's wonderful yes, he is. and powerful and mighty in his power, the Lord our God is strong and mighty, and we must seek the refuge of god for his
2: Yes, no. yes no.
0: scripture lesson this morning is from the book of Romans as we continue our series there. The last few verses of chapter 11 from the book of Romans. Pray that you'll have your Bible or your electronic devices where you can follow along uh, with us. We've done our best also on our streaming page to include the sermon outline uh, for you to follow along uh, with us. The word of God reads from Romans chapter 11, verse 33 through 36. The readers, hearers, and doers will find these words. "All oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, or who hath been his counselor, or who hath first given to him, and it shall be recompensed Verse 36, for of him and through him and to him are all glory forever. Amen. Amen. The grass withereth and the flower faded, but the word of God.
2: Please. from
0: God be the glory amen thank you for the Martin and singers God bless you Uh, in reverence to God in reverence to Jesus Christ our crucified resurrected and coming again Savior in reverence to the Holy Spirit our comforter provided by God I greet you this morning my beloved brothers sisters and friends in the name of the Father name of the Son and in the name of the precious Holy Ghost. Amen. This is a day, amen, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If we were in our customary setting, I would ask you to turn to someone and tell them, Jesus saves.
2: Jesus saves. Amen.
0: Yes, he saves, and he still saves today.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Jesus said the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. He said, Repent and believe the gospel. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for watching over us in sickness and in health, in times of plenty and in times of shortage. Thank you in the name of Jesus for watching over us in times of apprehension and in times of assurance. Now, Father, as we search your word and meditate upon your word, we ask that you will grant us knowledge more and beyond of what we already know of you. We ask in the name of Jesus that you will give us wisdom, Father, to apply our lives Mm. to the eternal truths found in your word. We ask, Father, this for your glory in honor of your son, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as we are led by your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. 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 Considering the passage that has been read, Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. The message titled this day, A Time to Seek the More and Beyond of God. A Time to Seek the More and Beyond of God. Lately with this COVID-19 crisis, I've heard statements like this being made. We will do this until we can get back to normal. Or we will do this and that until we can get back to the way things used to be. Let me assure all listening and who will listen that God did not allow the plagues of Egypt just so people could get back to normal. In fact, many in Pharaoh's army died because they went in pursuit of the Israelites in an attempt to bring things back to normal. 40 years in the wilderness because they wanted to go back into Egypt to eat onions and leeks. The Israelites thought it was better back in Egypt. God is not looking for things to get back to normal. All right, all right. To the things, to way things used to be. Listen, God did not send rain For 40 days and 40 nights so people could stay the same until things got back to normal God did not send fire upon Mount Carmel for people to move back to the way things used to be these are times to wait until God speaks to us these that that times that I have mentioned were not times to, to to sit back and wait until things became normal God wants you God wants me to turn to him now God wants us better than we were before right? With what is currently happening in the world, there are greater aspects of God's character. There are greater aspects of God's being that he wants you to know, that he wants me to know, that he wants us to seek. You and I have lingered, been satisfied in our knowledge of God long enough. God wants us to go beyond what we already know. All right. Mm. Now, brothers, sisters and friends, it's the time to seek and to find the more and beyond of God. Listen, in any thing that God does, there is always more than you think. Yeah. In every situation that God allows, he is always more than you think. And the Lord is always moving beyond what you think. Yes, God is a healer. However, he is doing more and beyond what you and I can see. Yes, he is a keeper and he is a provider and he is a protector but he is more and beyond what we think. The book of Revelation speaks of plagues. I don't have time to go into all of that, but the book of the Revelation speaks of plagues and pestilence and the rain being sent to shut, to shut God's God shutting down the rain from heaven. Plagues, pestilence, and the heavens being shut off from rain. God did not, does not, and will not do these things so that you and I can stay the same or return to what we think is normal. God wants us to seek the more and beyond of him and to become better representatives, better ambassadors of his grace and his mercy. Brothers, sisters, and friends, this is a time to seek the more and beyond of God. The text today is tailored to teach this. Listen. God positioned Israel to know him better and better. That's what Paul is saying in his letter to the Romans. That God has positioned Israel to know him better and better. Look at verse 33. Romans 11, Paul writes, Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his way or his judgment and his ways past finding out. Truth be told, most of us know very little about God. And with whatever you think you might know, there is more and there is beyond what you already know. In one sense, Paul praises the wisdom and knowledge of God. In another sense, Paul is saying there is so much more to God's wisdom and knowledge that he wants us to know. There is so much beyond what you know of God. There is so much more of God's judgments and God's ways that he wants us to know about. Allow me to pause and quickly say this. Now is certainly the time to seek the wisdom and knowledge of God. Over and above what we already know, complacency has no place. Now is clearly the time to seek the judgment and ways of God. Israel knew they were God's chosen people, but there is so much more to the relationship than just being God's chosen people. God constantly moved in ways for Israel to come to know him better and better. Paul's writings to the Romans here encourages his readers to come to know God better and better. Listen, there's no way to know everything. However, now is the time for you and for me to come to know God better and better. God has positioned us with what's happening in the world to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's positioned us to grow. We know more now about the coronavirus this month than we did last month. We know more this week than we did last week. Why? Because we position ourselves to know more. Scientists, doctors and health professionals such as Dr. Fauci and Dr. Briggs and others continue to search for platforms to prevent and heal maladies of the world. They know more today about a virus than they did a few days ago because of personal, get this, because of personal and corporate studies. Because, watch this, because of the tests and the trials, because of what they tried out. May I suggest to us today that we try Jesus.
1: All right, all right.
0: Scientists and doctors and health professionals are in our position to learn more and more beyond what they already know. But yet we set satisfied. Brothers, sisters and friends, you can trust that God has positioned you, positioned me during this time, positioned the world to teach and understand the depths of his wisdom, the depths of his knowledge and judgment and of his ways. Paul did not say that we couldn't find out some things. You can't find it all out. But you can find out more about who God is and what God has for you through searching his word. God has positioned you, me, the world to remain in a quest for him. Position you and me in the world to trust his plan, to trust the process. Psalms 103 and 11, the psalmist said, for as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Listen, God wants you. God wants me. God wants the world to come to understand his mercy and his grace to a greater extent. To the Ephesians, Paul wrote in chapter three, verses 17 through 19, Paul suggests this, that ye, may be able, I love this, that you may be able to what? Comprehend. With all saints, Ephesians three seventeen and 19, that you may be able to comprehend. Listen, with all saints, what is the breadth, length, depth, and height? Verse 19 says, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. There is a level of comprehension that God wants to take us to with what's happening in the world. A level of comprehension about the love of Christ, which is more and beyond what we have settled for. God positioned Israel and positioned you and me to grow in our knowledge of his wisdom, knowledge, judgment, and ways. Then Paul implies this second point, that God publicized enough about himself and his ways to save Israel. He publicized enough about himself and his ways to save Israel. Find that in verse 34, this implication in verse 34 of chapter 11. He says, for who hath known the mind of the Lord? or Who hath been his counselor? Paul ends verse 33, if you will look back at it, with an exclamation mark. He ends verse 33 with a shout out about God's wisdom and knowledge and judgment and ways. A shout out. And then Paul ends the next two verses with question marks. Who has known? And who has ever given? Both are questions from the Old Testament. To begin with, it would be frankly ludicrous to think that you or I or anyone else could teach God anything. Say so believers should have the mind of christ a mind to be like christ a mind to do like christ a mind to serve like christ while believers should have the mind of christ this does not mean that believers understand god and his ways perfectly but watch this it does mean that god reveals himself and the truth to believers enough of himself and his ways to save you and to save me from sin, death, judgment, and hell. Yes, hell. God has and does reveal enough about himself and his ways, his truth, his, his, his life, the life of Christ to keep you safe. He's revealed enough about himself to keep you safe. I'm going somewhere with that. To keep you safe. He's revealed enough about himself to keep you safe from everlasting destruction. The health officials during this time around the world are doing their very best to publicize information (laughs) to keep you safe, to keep me safe. They're doing their very best to keep us safe from COVID-19. Multiple, multiple times a day, health officials are letting us know most of what they know. But with their very best effort, the health officials. With their very best effort, people have died and will still die from this menacing virus. Yet God has publicized enough about Himself to keep you safe for all of eternity.
1: Thank you, God. Thank you, God.
0: God has publicized enough about Himself, His Son, to provide us everlasting life to deliver and save us, keep us safe and secure, leaning on his everlasting arm. If I was in my customary setting, I'd say, ain't he good? (laughs) good. (laughs) Excuse me, isn't... (laughs) Brothers, sisters, and friends, the time is now for us to read, to search, to study, to learn And then revise your life, Uh revise my life based on what God has revealed about himself, is revealing about himself, his way, his truth and his word. The time is now to seek the more and beyond of God. Paul put it this way to the Corinthians at first Corinthians, chapter two, verses seven through eight. He put it this way. He says, but we speak the mystery, the wisdom of God in mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. God has ordained some stuff for our glory, which one of which none here, listen, he said, which none of the princes of the world knew, none of the leaders knew, For had they known, Paul writes to the Corinthians, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. God's wisdom is not mystical. What God has done, is doing cannot be known by man's natural reasoning. Check this out. The leaders of the world are lost to understand where we have come from why we are here right now they don't know and where we are going I was in my customary setting I say touch your neighbor and say 'God God knows." if the world leaders would have known Paul says they would not have crucified the Lord of glory they don't know Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory and he knows he came to save men. Watch this. He came not to save necessarily from a virus. Mm-hmm. He did not come to pull men through the pandemic of a virus necessarily. Rather he came to pull you and to pull me through a pandemic that's been around since the beginning. A pandemic called sin. Yeah. Yes. God publicized enough about himself to save us for all of eternity. Now for the second question. Who has given anything to God? Paul addresses the question with this fact, which is the third point. God possesses everything. Therefore, he cannot be put into debt by any man. Verse 35, or who hath given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him. Just as absurd as it is to think that a man can teach God anything is just as ludicrous to think that you can give God a gift or two. And in some way he becomes indebted to you. You can't earn God's gift. If coming to church was the answer, mm, we see that's not the answer. It's a heart matter. No man can put God in debt to him. No person can give God anything and claim that God owe him something. In return, God owes man nothing but perhaps the wages of sin, which is death. Anything you may offer God, watch this, has already come from his hand. All that God offers and gives to you to mean to the world has been sacrificially and freely given. No, no, we are not God's creditor. He is ours. He is yours. He is mine. He owes you me nothing. You and I do not deserve his favor. Any favor we receive, God has freely given because of grace. In truth, no one can make a claim on God for anything. Since one, God is the only one who owns everything. You and I, we have a tendency sometimes to call in favors. You know I'm telling the truth. You have said or you have heard it said to someone, oh, you owe me big time for this. one. (laughs) You owe me big time. That means that I have done something particularly difficult or special for you. And I'm letting you know that I expect for you to consider yourself in my debt. Yeah. Brothers, sisters and friends, you and I should cherish the fact that God owes us nothing. We ought to cherish that. But yet he gives us and he gives you and he gives me all that we need and then some. Cherish the fact that while he owes us nothing, he supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Jesus to Christ. Brothers, sisters, and friends, cherish the fact that while God owes you nothing, he said that he would give you the desires of your heart when you delight yourself in him. Oh, I'm feeling pretty good right now. (laughs) Job knew this well before Paul. Job has this in this recording, Job chapter uh, 41 verse 11, when Job questioned God and God responded, who has prevented me or who hath given me anything that I should repay him? Whatsoever is under the whole heaven, God said is mine. And then you see in the text Job settling him little self, his little self down upon the recognition that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and everything and everyone belong to God. James, the brother of Jesus, had something to say also about God's giving. James said at chapter one, verse 17, that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Everything good, everything working together for good has been handed down by the hand of, as my father-in-law, Mr. David Forwell used to say, has been handed down by the hands of the good master. Our heavenly father. Paul has two questions. But one answer. Who has known the mind of God? Who has given God anything? One answer. Nobody. After sharing how God positioned Israel to know him better. And after showing, sharing how God publicized himself to save Israel. And after sharing that God possesses everything the final truth of the passage is this it points us to the truth that god plans everything with the expressed intent of your engagement your engagement god wants you engaged in his plan verse 36 says for of him through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever amen if you were to ask where all things came from in the beginning and are still coming from today the answer must be from god if you ask how things came into being and how things remain in being our answer is through god if you ask why everything came into being and where everything is going our answer must be for and to god Three small words, three prepositions of, through, and to indicate that God is the creator, God is the sustainer, and God is the goal. His glory is the goal of everything. He is the alpha and omega. All the letters in between are any combination of the letters. Brothers, sisters, and friends, it it is because all things are from, through and to God that the glory and praise must be All to him and to him alone be glory. Glory belongs to God. Praise belongs to God. We owe him worship for keeping us. We owe him praise for sustaining us. We owe him reverence for drawing us to a saving knowledge of him through and to Jesus Christ. We owe him. Sadly, some of you have and some of us have the hitchhikers mentality. Some of you remember when folk used to hitchhike along the side of the road. They would put their farm out for a ride. And people were generous enough and it was safe enough for folk to stop and take you nearly, if not all, the way to where you were trying to go. The hitchhiker doesn't have a car note The hitchhiker doesn't pay maintenance or repairs on the car. The hitchhiker doesn't pay even for the gas, the insurance, or the upkeep of any sort. They are just alone for the ride. As long as they can get to where they are going without any responsibility, obligation, duty, or debt, they are just fine. God's plans, everything for his glory and for our good, everything from through God to God solicits a response from me, a response from you. We are not just along for the ride. We are not in this just so God can take us where we want to go. We are not here. We are here to give God glory. We are here to praise his holy name. We are here to praise his righteous name. We are not just here for the ride. So let your response to God be one of praise for the wonderful purpose and plan he has for your life. True knowledge of God will always lead to praise. True knowledge of who God is will lead to worship. True knowledge of who God is will cause you to become more than a spectator, more than just a hitchhiker with no responsibility. True knowledge of the risen savior will cause you to pick up the bloodstained banner and carry it. true knowledge of him will cause you to deny yourself, pick up your cross daily and follow him. Paul shares this with Colossians as I prepare to close. He says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. How should we be engaged? Well, brothers and sisters, friends, we owe the Lord God a great debt of gratitude for what he has done. To God be the glory. For the things he has done. For yeah, the with his power. Mm-hmm. He has saved us. Oh. By his blood. He has saved us. Mm-hmm. And by his power. He has raised us. Mm-hmm. To God. Be the glory. Amen. For the things he has done. Is doing. And will do. God has not allowed us to come to this point. God has not allowed what we're going through to happen so that we can go back to a normal. God wants us better for him, for his glory, to know him, his purpose, his plan more deeply. God wants us better for one another, better in communicating with him, better at communing and fellowshipping with one another. God has positioned us to grow in him, He's publicized enough about himself to let us know that he can save us forever. He, he let us know that he possesses everything and he's, he applies he supplies all of our riches according all our needs according to his riches and glory. God has planned for his glory and we are to be active participants in bringing him glory. The whole matter is this. God has put all of us in a position to know him better, to look after one another with brotherly and unconditional love in ways that bring him glory. So brothers, sisters, friends, seek to build others. Seek to show others the way to experience eternal life through Christ. Perhaps there were some listening today. Tune in today who do not know Christ. You've been searching for fulfillment and found it nowhere. God through Christ is who and what you've been looking for. You can know, him. you can come to know God in a very real way and enter into a growing, not an everlasting relationship with Him through Jesus the Christ. You can do so by believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth the Lord Jesus as the one who came for all of your sins so that your sins would be forgiven. If you are listening and you've made such a decision, we wanna know. Again, you can call us at the number that was given, 727-327-0554, or emails. Let somebody know of your decision to follow Christ. And then there are those you know that you need to understand God in a better way. You know that you need to understand his plan for your life in a more concrete way. You've come to that decision. You already say, but you know you need to know his plan better for your life. There's an invitation for you to let us pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to know you in a very real way. Thank you for positioning us in your perfect plan. Thank you for the favor you provide in giving us all things free, for the free gift of salvation through Christ. It is in the marvelous name of Jesus the Christ we pray. I wanna remind you as we prepare to leave that God has not brought us to this point in this world pandemic for us to go back to the way we once were. He wants us to know him in ways that we've never known before. Trust him in ways that we've never trusted him before. To pray to him and praise him in ways that we have never done before. Now, Father, as we prepare to depart from this remote period of worship and praise, we thank you for being our refuge and our strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Father, bless and keep your people throughout the land. Cause your face to shine upon us, God. Be with each of us. Lift up the sweet presence of your guiding and comforting spirit, God, upon all who are suffering. Give us your grace and your peace. To you, the all wise, ever present, all powerful, and all sufficient God, we say thank you. Thank you and thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Until we meet again remotely, directly, or in heaven, grace, peace, and blessings to God our Father. From you, stay connected to him, and stay connected to one another, is my prayer. God bless you. (laughs) To God be the glory. Keep playing, keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. Thank you, thank you.